week or two, we've been going back to this uh, little statement. I've seen it before, but I found it in one of my little booklets I got in Tiruvannamalai when I was there at the Ramana Maharshi uh, Ashram. And he explains uh, the dynamics of self-inquiry. Now, we're not going to talk about the self-inquiry. That's not the point. The point is what's revealed. And uh, because many people have a little misunderstanding about it. And I think he clear clarified it quite well, where he says, the one who's asking, who am I? Am I? And the one we, can you hear me? All right, the one that's asking who am I and the one that's being asked are both not us, yes? This is the negation of duality, the duality of us. We, they call it dualism really when it's personal. That dualism of us is captured in that statement uh, being brought into stark contrast through self-inquiry. So. The one who's going to go, well, who are you? And the one that may respond and say me is both not us. Yeah, very important in a way, because this is the essence of the activity of non-duality. We're not talking about the stagnant absoluteness of non-duality, but the activity of non-duality is here in this event, not the satsang, but the living, is a negation of duality. That's the activity of it, yeah? The fact of non-duality is the activity of negating duality because the awareness that we are, which is basically the, the allness of non-duality, that awareness is seeing the one who's asking who am I and also the one who's asked who am I. I don't mean seeing with eyes because there's no one there, but awareness, yes? So that awareness sees the two aspects being brought into contrast by this simple, simple question, who am I or from whence do we come? Yeah, those two things appear. Yeah, now the funny thing is they don't believe they're the same, obviously. So that which is being asked does not believe it's that which is asking, yet it is, yeah. It's, there's no thing that they are, but they are the same activity, but two sides of the same coin, so to speak. Yes. And so no matter how many times you cut the coin or emphasize one side, it's always going to be aligned with the other side. Yes. So this happens when people get introduced to uh, seeing the objective self, this idea of Paul from a subjective self they start thinking the subjective self is the witness or the observer, yeah? And then they get frustrated because the witness seems to be getting splashed with a lot of dirt from what it's observing, yeah? And they, they think they would have a removal of what's going on as the great observer or the witness, yeah? But this, that isn't true because the observing and the witnessing has been claimed and now the same aspect that's being looked at is saying it's the one that's looking. Yeah, this is the dynamic of dualism. This is the dynamic or the activity of non-duality and duality. Yeah, so non-duality is to negate duality. That's all it is. That's the point. 
yeah? It's not a thing upon itself because it's all whatever, yeah? Incomprehensible, indescribable, unknowable. But what we're not is quite knowable, can be described, and it can be described very clearly as an activity called selfing, really. That's really what it is. It's an activity, a mental one in nature of selfing. Yeah? So the selfing goes on and on and on. And there's a, uh, an assumption that you arrive at if you follow it as that there's someone, there's a self. And then the self is presupposed before the selfing. And so when you learn about selfing, you'll think you've been doing it or it's been fucking with you all day. Yes, you see it? You don't need 800,000 pages. You need a few examples so that there's a recognition of what's going on from what is all there is, yes? Because the whole point of non-duality rests in the fact that we are reality. We are reality. As Ramana said many times, being ourselves reality, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality, yeah? So what we do here is the reality of, non, of duality is this sense of subject, that suddenly becomes objectified and another subject appears. They call it the policeman thief syndrome. It just goes on, yeah? So a lot of people get to see one aspect of self and then they have a sense that they're gonna get a lot of relief and then the relief doesn't show up because they're looking for the relief from the other aspect of self, yes? So now the thief has been individualized and now it's appearing as the policeman which is observing the thief yeah and for some people who have experienced both roles actually the thief is more fun in a way though the consequences are heavy at least you have some fun every once in a while the, the policeman is like a big thick you know stick up your ass and it's like perfection is now looming ever present and you are not doing enough you should have done it better it's just so it's like another form of getting whipped yeah <laughs> so this is an important thing because the logic it doesn't make sense to the logic it doesn't make sense that it makes sense that one of those things either that which is being asked who am i is not us but not both not the one that's asking it, because we usually feel the one that asking it is our real authentic self. And we're going to try to keep negating the false self, but they're the same, same. Yeah. So basically the, the non, the uh, self-inquiry negates both aspects. Yeah. And then when they both suddenly seem not to take the next breath, there still is something. Yes. When they're both negated, there still is something. And that something didn't arise just when the selfing is negated. It's always available at all times. Yeah. It's the undergirding. It's the basics. It's the context of this imagined content. Yeah. So it isn't about seeing the thief. It's seeing the thief and the policeman. Yes. If you catch the thief, the thief is just going to appear in a different garb, which is the police uniform. If you have the understanding 
So after the crime is solved and you think you got the thief, the case is still open because you're going to realize the policeman is part and parcel of the crime. Yeah. So we don't close the case. I finally realized what I'm not. No. Oh, there's someone else coming through. We see, we see what we're not, and then we and then that seeing of what we're not is claimed very quickly, and it's presented in this example as the policeman. And now the seeing of what we're not has become a seer of what we're not. Yeah. And there's the bonding agent occurs again. Yes, on and on and on. So Remember, this is not non-you, it's non-duality. The you that you think is singular, long-lasting, independent, separate thing, isn't. It's an activity, a dualistic activity. For the get to get relief from that activity, you can't, half measures isn't gonna work. It hasn't for most people, or you wouldn't be here, really, at this talk, yeah? So there's a negation and a negation, yeah? You don't do the negation. You're not that what's asking who am I, and you're not what's just being asked who am I. Beautiful. We can't, the head cannot see that because it believes there's a doer somewhere. <laughs> Either the, the witness, that's a subtle doing, the observer, that's a subtle doing. There's its logic cannot see an action without arriving at an actor. It just doesn't. So you 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 see the emperor with no clothes. It gets you you get a picture of it with its pants down, and then anytime it wears different garb and wardrobes, you just remember it with those pants down. <laughs> it gives you. It just works. Yeah. So. I'm going to beat this for a while, I guess, until I, something changes. But um, Because there's another one, but I was too lazy to look around the, um, <laughs> the last book I have on Raman Maharshi. <laughs> I don't know if you know Ryanair in Europe. Ryanair is a trippy airline, super cheap. But you can you basically have to go on with any, no clothes on, you know. If it's if you're one kilo over, they charge you 150 bucks. So the last time I went to London to see Richard here, I ripped the pages of the Ramana Maharshi that were pertinent to me. I took about eight pages instead of the whole book. So I don't know where. <laughs> There's a point where he talks about this conundrum that. Why would you have to use what you're not, yeah, to ask what you're not, yeah? And he says, don't fucking think about it. It's just the way it works, basically paraphrasing it, yeah? This is, I remember, I read it on one of the pages, because it's confusing. You would think, wait a minute, why would there be, need, there be a need of asking whatsoever if you are that? Because you're not. It's another methodology, a trick, that will bring both of them out, not just the thief emphasized while the policeman's roaming around, but both, yeah? And so you can see that you can become aware of what non-duality actually is in an action, yeah? Instead of having a conceptual 
fucking, you know, metaphysical 12 rings of shit like that. You get to see the activity of duality and, and in seeing it, its own negating of itself, which is beautiful. Yeah. It negates itself. If you get into, if you bring the thief and the policeman into the same room, their singular identities get negated and you see it's the same, same. Yeah. As long as it's one coming after the other, it's sort of like that story <laughs> where these two policemen are investigating this serial killer. And then they're finally thinking they're on the trail and they go to this neighborhood and one of the policemen, oh, this is familiar, this place. And then they go into an apartment house. He says, wow, this is looking really familiar. Then they break through a door and they're in his apartment. <laughs> the policeman, oops, has, has played a role in catching the thief. Beautiful. Yes, exactly. So this for me, because I can't know non-duality, can you? You, the only way it can be intimated is the negation of duality. You can't arrive there because there's nowhere to go. The only way you can arrive there is negating dual, duality. And in the fact is you don't negate duality. It will do the job itself if, you're, if there's just seeing. Yeah? If there's an awareness hopefully brought about by your own eyes, but maybe with the help of a a pair of non-dual glasses, a pair of non-dual understanding. Once you glimpse it, you don't need the gla glasses. You'll never forget. Like I never forgot seeing my mother naked when I was young. <laughs> it was never erased. I didn't have to keep seeing my mother naked. Every time I saw her, most of the time it came up. Yeah, I didn't have to keep, all right, Ma, strip down. No, it was just I saw her, and it made a lasting impression. <laughs> this is just, this, the head is the head, yeah? It doesn't work differently in, in spiritual uh, conditions. It's the same, same, yeah? You can recognize it just as easily on the street than in the temple, really. You just need the understanding. You know, put the glasses on, check it out. And hopefully over time, if you come into these satsangs, you'll be, you'll be surprised and quite happy that you're traveling lighter without, you didn't know the exact moment you started to travel lighter because part of traveling lighter is you forgot yourself. You're not checking in all the time. See how Paul is. <laughs> <laughs> you would have missed it anyway because what waiting to see it you didn't miss it that's the whole heaviness is the waiting to see how light you are <laughs> what yeah that's it that's the heaviness <laughs> waiting where is it <laughs> i called amazon for that lightness where it should have been here no tracking number it's not i can't they must have put it on the side of the house. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, 
It's like the example I had that time in Australia. Uh, we lived on a property of a very well-off person. His family was very well-off. And he had different buildings on this huge property outside of Byron Bay. And we had this, uh, like a duplex, like a cabin, but two, two levels. Yeah. And every day around 515, he'd drive around like in a golf cart to all of his residents telling everyone they better be quiet because he's going to go and entertain peace at 530. He was going to go meditate. So he'd be driving around with all this angst and anxiety trying to say, all right, I'm fucking super anxious now, but I won't be at 531. Yeah, it started hilarious, yeah? <laughs> so, yes. So, If anyone has anything, any questions or any, uh, we can take it any direction you want. So, Robert has his hand up. Robert French. Who? Robert French. Yes. Hi, Robert. Hi, Paul. Um... I wonder if you could riff a little bit on surrender. Um, I've had a, a few examples of where my back's been against the wall and um, nowhere to go, then everything works out. You know, you just surrender to the moment. And that I see that as true surrender. But Surrender. Surrender, yeah. Um, I like surrender. I like your surrender. Surrender. <laughs> Surrender. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's a few examples where it nowhere to go, but then you just let it go and it all works out. But uh, yes, a lot of the time, I think I'm surrendering to what is, but um, I think it's just a mind activity because um, there seems to be an expectation behind it that things will work out. Um, so I don't see that as true surrender, but I can't, can't seem to get past that. Well, I don't think there's a true surrender because if you take uh, the many things that Ramana Maharshi said, one of them was, who is there to surrender and to whom? Yeah. So let's say that's the absolute version. And then a lot of what we're running into is the action figure reaches one of its highest heights, which is admitting it's fucked and it has something to do with it and then a surrender. Yeah. So I feel that's a perfectly appropriate in the, in the act, in a, the dream life of an action figure. That's a very, very high level for the action figure to come to. It's usually dragged there <laughs> yeah. too many incomprehensible demoralizing situations but somewhere along the line it realizes it has something to do with how things are going and there can be a a break or a surrender so i feel uh absolute surrender is there is there isn't any really but so let's we're not talking about the absolute as an expression surrender is pretty damn good expression uh for the action figure yeah 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 so yeah sometimes you have to uh look at things from street level not the star level 
yeah? Because they're both going on and they both have their meaning. And remember, you know, it's like render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. So I feel surrender is a very, very high uh, condition for the low, the low bearing action figure. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. And because everything works because nothing has to work. <laughs> We're right where we are all the time. Surrender is a pretty good look of something's working. It is. That's what happened with me in recovery. Uh, you know, I spent two years in a program called Delancey Street in San Francisco, a drug alcohol program, where you lived there. And uh, I lived there for two years. And when I left, I didn't like the people that much and the principles or the what they did, but I had to admit that my life was better with them running it than it ever did with me running it. So uh, it brought me to a, a begrudging surrender when I entered AA and AA's uh, recovery, the main principle there is turning one's will and life over to the care of something greater than self. Yeah. And uh, I got it. You know, I got a free sample of what surrender is to this. And so that gave it the possibility of entertaining surrender. Yeah, it's hard to entertain something you haven't been introduced to. So I got introduced to it, let's say through grace, and then I was able to entertain. So it, on a lot of levels, I, I arrived at surrendered, like struggling with alcohol and drugs. There's a, There's been a surrendered to that, yes? Yeah, I've been convinced of many things. Uh, and they played a role of allowing traveling lighter to stabilize and, and gain traction here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm a real I'm a real proponent of surrender. I, I feel. Again. You know, I'm feeling, you know, I'm sharing as because I feel uh, it's like a record. There's a one record and another record at the same time playing. One's 45 RPM, the one's 33 RPM. Yes. So they're both playing at the same time. And so what's true in one 45 RPM isn't true in the 33 yeah, not being true in the 33 doesn't exclude the effects it being true in the 45, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I find surrender is the realm of a, the action figure and it's one of the best postures an action figure can take because you're outmatched. Yeah. yeah. This whole event is beyond our pay scale and what we've been saddled as intellect and understanding doesn't do it with this yeah you can't understand the indescribable and the incomprehensible <laughs> there's got to the what understanding and intellect does here is fail and in that they have value and success yeah so you yeah. give up knowing and getting and experiencing and having and acquiring and achieving because you know, when you believe you have achieved a state, your head believes it can lose that state, yeah? It's just yeah. that simple. You're gonna be 
your wins and failures are going to be on the ping pong table yeah, of this and that. Just like mm-hmm. the Course in Miracles would say a very drastic statement, which is your greatest successes were your greatest failures and your greatest failures were your greatest successes. Yeah. So yeah. I feel the intellect, its true value in enjoying peace of mind and traveling lighter is to is to be seen as limited and uh, as in its pursuit of the absolute uh, faulty. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works for me in a lot of ways. When I turn it on to what about the ninth dimension of the 11th dimension universe? It doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I find it's more for comedy than anything else now. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> so, yeah. So I wouldn't put much, uh, uh, you know, discernment and discrimination. I just, it's one of the easiest skillful means that the action figure can mold itself around. Yeah. Yeah. It's not asking for much. You just admit you're outmatched. Yeah. And then what, what was your result? You, you observed that everything worked out. Yeah. Eureka. (laughs) Eureka. Yeah. But I'm also observing the duality of it too. Oh, great. And then it's working on both. uh, Yeah. 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 That's great. That's what that's. It works. Yet it's not true. But it works. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to become a non-dual martyr, really. No, so <laughs> that absolute will kill you if you try to make it a an intellectual pursuit. You're going to lose friends quickly. Yeah, no one will want to go have coffee with you. <laughs> There's no one having coffee. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like you, Robert. Surrender Thank away. You. Yeah. Good. Hmm. It's funny that Ramana said that, yet he spoke about surrender quite a lot. And he said, basically, there's only two options, which is inquiring about the origin of misery, which would be the self-inquiry thing, or just throwing up your hands and admitting you're outmatched and thy will is done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically the options from his perch and uh, <laughs> I'm going to go along with that. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Paul. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Robert. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Awesome, buddy. Uh, Greg. Hi, Greg. Greg? Uh, there, okay, I'm unmuted. 
So, uh, yeah, I was wondering if I should share this or not, but it, it's to me, it's too good. So I'm going to share it anyway. So I got up this morning, went out to breakfast with a fellow uh, AA friend. We get to breakfast. We decided that when we get together every so often for breakfast, it should be no complaining, right? So uh, all of a sudden I found myself, I was complaining about uh, this AA meeting and how I didn't want to be in this meeting and we're going over the first step. And, uh, and then I, I, uh, my body, I could, I noticed my body was just, I felt like, man, I'm getting tired. I go, uh, and there's usually a meeting we go to after that. I said, you know, I think I'm going home. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to skip the meeting. Right. So, um, um, uh, and, and, and I, I, I mentioned our meeting here and I said, this is just so much easier. And I'm going, you'll get the point when I'm done. So I go home, I go to bed and uh, I start having this dream and I'm in the, a meeting in this dream. <laughs> and uh, I start sharing and, and whatever I was sharing was funny. I don't know what it was because it was people laughing. I was laughing and all of a sudden uh, the uh, uh, chairperson says, uh, Greg, and I go, yeah. And uh, I look over and he looks at his watch. He says, keep it under five minutes. <laughs> And, uh, and I instantly woke up and I was laughing. I'm going, I go, it's like this, like inside compass, no matter how much I get myself, self gets me into trouble following it and listening to it. Cause really I do like this meeting that I was talking about. It's a great meeting, great people. They're just like me. Um, before, you know, what would it boil down to? I needed to rest. I've been overworking. Right. And, uh, and, and it was coming, uh, my unconscious was bringing it up uh, th through complaining. So, um, but anyways, I'm, I'm grateful that happens. So when I woke up, I, I typed a message to my friend. I told him what happened. I told him about the dream. And he laughed. He says, well, good. Come on and join us. The meeting's over, but we're having a brunch. So I went over there and I had a great time. And I got to help some people and be a service. And, uh, and it's over. It's just interesting, though, how how uh, uh, my sponsor used to say that he doesn't use the word self. He says, you'll never stop the 10,000 pound monkey or gorilla from dancing. He says, he's the one that's going to quit the dancing, not you. Anyways, I'll, that's, I just wanted to share that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> well, it sounds like it worked. You, you didn't go to one meeting and you ended up going to another and getting brunch. So there you go. Yeah. Again, getting fed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Della, Della W. Have you been here before? No, I never have been here before. We like to welcome people. So nice to see you, Della. Thank okay. You. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Um, Mike, anyone? Uh, no. Okay, so Della, have you heard uh, about Zen Bitch Lab? Yes, I have. Listening a little? No, I never have um, listened or participated at all, but I just know someone who's here that introduced me to, to it. Oh, great, great. Then um, let me just touch to some obvious points, yes? Yeah. Yeah. So the non-duality, non means not, duality means two, yes? 
the two is seen in a lot of ways. Let's say the simple way is uh, there's an underlying event going on for all of us, for most of us, let's say, that allows this, the ongoing event, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah? And there's an aspect of seeing thoughts as, as if a, I would see a bird, yeah? So there's these six gates of contact that something is engaged in. Now, a lot of us call it us, but really us comes later, yeah? The consciousness or this event, that interface is the beginning of time, yeah? Bamo. And then something arises and then claims whatever we've been brought into contact with, yes? It just claims it. So if there's a seeing, it claims there's a seer. If there's hearing, it's a hearer. Feeling, feeler, thinking, thinker, doing, doer, yeah? To the point that now our life doesn't start at seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touch, uh, touching, thinking. It's thinker, doer, feeler, taster, touching. Yeah. So the verb that is the activity of life has been replaced with a noun, which was derived from claiming the activities of life. Yeah. And so now, like when we were young, if you weren't in a very uh, violent situation, you know, life was happening, yes? And then slowly but surely it turned into life's happening to me. So now the me takes preference or emphasis, it's emphasized more than what's happening, yeah? Now for some of us, it's gone way off, yeah? Where there's been an obsession with this me or this self, that's brought us into lives of addiction or whatever, getting us roughed up pretty well to hopefully bring us back to our senses and at least get a sense of what's before and what comes after instead of living from what comes after as the before. Yeah, do you get it? It's a little feeling. And it's not difficult to question because you are that which is before. So you can see what's implied to be before as not you. And so this is basically, it's almost as if we're not concerned with activities, we're concerned with the posture you have when you start the race, yeah? Because maybe you're facing the wrong way. It doesn't matter, you have the greatest Nikes and you got breathability shirts and under, you know, what, you know shorts on and shit like that. If you're pointing the wrong way, what you think was is going on isn't. Some other shit's going on. So this is the whole idea of non-duality. And we give up, you know, the, the attempts to, or we just see through them, of trying to understand the incomprehensible. Yes, trying to describe the indescribable. Yeah, and so, all right, that's there. So let's use it where it'll be useful. Let's describe the describable. So you can describe selfing. It's a mental activity that implies there's a self. Yeah, what's self? Well, we've been living under it for a long time. It's called most people's 
base view, which is self-centeredness, which means everything is seen and collated to pertain to the self. Yeah. You then after when this has started getting noticed, uh, it gives you an idea of what may be the real problem, and it resonates. It doesn't. It's not tinny. It sounds like you're onto something. Yes. I've lost her. I can't see her anymore. I think, oh, there she is. Yeah, we're on to something. And so here we are. We're all seemingly on to something and we're having a talk around it. Yeah. So that's it. But uh, the message is never to you and it's never from me. Yeah. Yeah. You are what we're trying to avoid, really. We're trying to talk to what is, not you. <laughs> <laughs> and because you are a seeming long-lasting independent separate entity a thing i know you can't reach that high you can't block everything yes so in this case of uh world football the goalie is outmatched because i don't have to aim at anything to hit the mark because what you are is always available at all times no matter what condition you think you're in or not in. So that's what where the message is directed to. It's sometimes people think uh, what I say is going over their head, but we're at, that's what we're shooting for. We do not want you to get it. <laughs> Once you get it, that's a whole other can of worms. Yes. <laughs> In Zen, in some forms of Zen, the highest form of mind is I don't know. Yeah. It's a beautiful state. So, because then you're going to find out, which is much more uh, finding out is so much more powerful than thinking you know. It really is. Yes. So, welcome. Nice to see you. Yeah. All right, Mike, anyone else? Mm, no. No? All right. Well, uh, let me pick it someone else out here. Uh, let's talk to Kerry. He's asleep. Let's sneak up on him and drop <laughs> something in that gaping mouth. Oh, there. he woke up. <laughs> he caught me. Uh, let's see Angie, the... Uh, the smiling lady from Ontario. Yeah. Just sending you a warm hello from a cold place. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we're a wet place. Recei receiving the message from the cold place. Yeah. Good to see you, Angie. Thank you. Same here. How about Rich? Richard, how have you been? Richard A. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How's Edda? Edda's lying down now. She's okay. She's good. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, she has insomnia, she says. Yeah. But, um, oh, she has insomnia? Yeah. Oh. Sleeps so well. Well, I've heard these talks are very good for people with insomnia. No, it's true. Yeah. Some of the best, uh, the best calls I get is, man, I put you on and I'm asleep like that. 
<laughs> That's true. Well, Richard, I'm happy to see you, man. Yeah, it's, it's good to to uh, see you as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It just seems to be okay when I don't think about it like now. It's okay. You know, what's wrong with right now? Well, of course. It's okay. Of course. Yeah, nothing's. Yeah. Yeah. It's too simple for words, really. But words come. Yes. Yeah, and its simplicity is very persistent. Yeah, very persistent. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like uh, you can't put legs on the snake, so to speak. Yeah. Or lipstick on the pig. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. Well, I'm happy to see you again, Richard. Yeah. Thank you. You too. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, you've got a hand from Beth Higgins. Beth Higgins? All right. Yeah. Hi. From now on, we want the middle name also. So it's, oh, I want to know all the names. Well, that's the, yeah. well, I use my middle name. I'm joking. I'm joking. What's uh? Where are you? I'm in well Norfolk in England. But I'm actually looking for you on the Zoom. Oh, <laughs> oh she's next to Mike. Hold on. All right. All right. <laughs> I was just wanting oh. to ask you about um. Oh, there she is. All right. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I see you now. I just wanted to ask what you had to say about, um, oh, I spent a lot of time trying to manage or understand a condition that I was, a, I was given of um, ADHD. I don't know if you're familiar with it. And it takes up a lot of my time. And I think I sort of really, it sort of, sort of does create a sort of identification sort of pattern. And I'm never quite sure where the, the 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 symptoms of the condition sort of end, and whether I don't really know how to formulate the question. Um, whether sort of doing things to help the condition is something I should be engaging with. Um, sorry, I'm not making myself very clear. No, I think I have a feeling around it. Yeah. Sometimes when you're putting your attention on the condition, it actually enlarges the condition. Yeah. Yes. And then an identity gets presented. Yes. But um, life can be a bit, you know, di difficult. So I sort of feel it's healthy to attempt to, you know, eat well and exercise which is it's difficult for me to do you know regular things on a routine in a routine way. what is it what is it exactly the adh well it's, it? a, it's an attention deficit um i'm very inattentive it's a condition oh. that's um uh, developed in the brain when you're very young um and some people, most people think it's genetic, but have you heard of mm. Gabor Mate? He, he, but isn't that happening generally now? They say that 
Well, the normal American kid has the has the uh, attention span of a rabbit. Yeah. Well, it is a condition. Like less than three. Yeah, it's not just, it's sort of a lot of different things. I mean, it is a condition, but yeah, I agree. A lot of the way that everything happens is very inattentive. Um, I don't know, speak to I don't someone. know, I've never, I don't, excuse me a second, hon, though. I don't, I don't, I'm not intimate with it as an experience. You know, you as, a, as yeah. something that's been named and given as a trait in me. No. So. Yeah. But I don't. So I can't speak to that, but I can speak to that. Whatever's going on, the head in another compartment is going to claim it and use it for an identifying yeah. factor. Yes. Well, that's that's really. Yeah, that's helpful. Yes. And it's not it's not you doing it. It's mechanical. You're not involved in it at all. Yes. Serious other than the awareness of it or the lack of awareness of it. But there's always awareness, but there may be a lack of awareness of it or an awareness of it. Yeah, that's the role we have. Now uh mechanically there's a aspect of the mental process, which is to claim whatever is going on and use it to refer back to its storyline, which it's you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen people have an intimate, ferocious experience of being possessed by something and driven to do some insane shit. And yet a couple hours later, the same habit of thinking they were the doer dominates. And now they follow, now they get the extra benefit of it by tons of guilt and shame for what shit they thought they did, which they never did. Yeah. These things are not personal. This is what's happening. So what can, what's seeing it is there's always the light on, always the light on the mental state can distract it, lead it into different lenses and shit like that. But the baseline is awareness. Yeah. So wherever you are, that baseline's available and there's an awareness of the inattentiveness. So you have become aware of the inattentiveness and then that inattentiveness has been given name and form, which has its own dangers. Yes. Because yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's helpful. Thanks. It's tricky. I feel like every one of us could have had a terminal illness that came and went unnoticed. Yeah. But once there's name and form given, it's a different beast in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah. It, did so. help. it helps having a diagnosis because it, it explained a lot of behavior. Yes. Um, but then on the other hand, well, I've, I've asked one teacher about it, and they they just said, "Well, there is no ADHD." <laughs> it's just I just get really confused. And I know, but see, this is yes, it's that's like the absoluteness. But yeah, we're not living in the absolute. We're living in a dreaming, yeah, and in the dreaming, it has a lot of meaning. So it, it's yeah, there's an absolute scoffing at it, and yet. 
on a level, it may be necessary to do something about it. Yes, here. Yeah. 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 I'm not a believer in uh, in this place of appearances. Appearances can have effects. Yeah. As they say in the Course of Miracles, there's causeless effects. Causeless effects are dream effects, yes? So they're not actually happening, but they produce an effect as if they are. Just like when we're dreaming at night, that tiger scares the shit out of us, but when we wake up, it doesn't scare the shit out of us. Yeah? Right. yeah. Now, was that tiger real? No, it seemed to be real. Was that pretty much how it would have felt if it was real? Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm not a believer of absolute in the temporary. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what I believe will help is not going after the fact, but before the fact. So if you can yeah. see yeah, have an understanding of what actually the head does with this seeming condition. Yeah, it may bring relief from the condition. So yeah. it's not like uh, maybe are you saying it? I'm not the one that needs to help me manage the condition. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not, I'm not having to do it. You know, I notice things, and I may do some exercise some week or do something that I find because the brain finds it really boring to do repetitive routine tasks if you know and do things alone is is I find yeah but yeah well this is like what we we're talking about earlier here surrender you surrender yeah. that you're outmatched and then maybe you'll do shit that you have re uh, not wanting to do things will yeah. change been... take the pressure off of something yeah you know by saying i'm never gonna do it you know and then like someone just said earlier we vow not to complain and then they're complaining at breakfast yes yeah. this bullshit you see through that and you're like yeah i don't want to fucking exercise i've been saying maybe tomorrow I will. yeah i've been saying the serenity prayer that's that, I find that quite useful. Yeah, let's try whatever works, yes. And uh, and you don't know how things are going to work, man. People get well by doing nothing. People get well by doing a lot. I, you never know. Yeah? I'm in a camp of, I think we, we tend to try to know too much. And yeah. not knowing the power that we give to things by having them named and put into a form. Yeah. There's a lot of, we are incredibly powerful and a lot of that power is producing effects that surprise us. Yes. But we read basic Hinduism where they talk about the mistake of the head arises and then everything's given name and form. And now that name and form affects us. <laughs> Yeah, that's our role in things as a larger on a larger scale. Yes, it's good to bring that in to the smaller, uh, you know, causes and effects because they're all determined and and overridden by a larger scale. Yes. So yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So it doesn't matter the particular thing. 
that you may be suffering identification with, there's the identification with it. Doesn't it doesn't have to do it with any particular thing? It's with all things. Yes, it's people people that die identify as an addict. They identify it as a recovered addict. Just identifying. Yes, on and on and on and on and on. Now you're not doing that. Hallelujah. Yes, and you're not that which is identified. Hallelujah. Yeah, that gives that. That's like instead of trying to break through that one door, you see there's a huge opening in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Then the meaning of that one door loses its meaning because there's a lot of ways of not of being out of what you're not in. (laughs) So (laughs) I love it when you laugh. (laughs) Yeah, I do too, really. (laughs) I've had a morning. It's been one of those type of mornings. I'm in a sense of uh, ecstatic joy. (laughs) Ah. Amelia and I love this one. Uh, I don't want to recommend a movie because there's a little... uh, graphic nakedness in it but it's a movie called Sabura it's an Italian film and they have this lovely soundtrack and uh, we have it on and it's one of the most emotive like uh, being lifted up the stairway to heaven type of feeling it was one of those mornings (laughs) Amelia could sense it she came in I was in my little, and then she hugged me and it was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. So, yeah, these things are, we've been unavailable so long, we don't miss it really. Yeah. We're so keen on looking for yeah, what we're missing the bigger thing in a sense. This is a this is an obvious condition of you're not always available at all times. You're not of service by any effort, just by your nature, which is your nature is being, yeah, which makes you available and present. And when you're available and present, you're of service. Yeah. There's no you in there. There's a recognition of the obviousness. Have you ever been out of any moment that you've been trying to get in? No. Yeah. You've never been out of any moment ever. You are the essence of the moment. This whole idea of some judging what you're looking like while you're in the moment sure looks like you're out of the moment. Who? To you, the you that you're not. That's what it looks like. It, yeah. The fact is, you're never out of any moment. So why the hell are we busy trying to get in? We must believe something that's not true. Yeah. That has value to recognize there's belief, not you and I, there's belief in shit that's not true. Yeah. Hopefully, the understanding of non duality 
will bring those into stark contrast because a lot of other stuff we've done hasn't, yes? A lot of other stuff became an accomplice to the blindness. Hopefully non-duality puts an end to that, yeah? Thanks. Yeah. I'm not speaking to you. I'm just speaking. Yeah. 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 So, so much is premised on the idea that you could be in something. Yeah. That you're not. Yeah. And you could be out of something that you're always in. Most of the, most of the, You know, they could have a monopoly game and it would be different for all intents and purposes, never, but there'd be different currencies, lira, peso, but it's the same fucking game, monopoly, yes? But it would be, yeah. This whole movement of this message is that which comes after is implied to be before, you can't get out of an imaginary place. Most of the movement here is trying to get into what you can't be out of and trying to get out of what you can't be in. Yeah. And you can go into all the particulars, but if you bring it back, that's basically it. Yeah. When that gets adjusted and you don't do the adjusting, when that gets adjusted, you don't spend any time looking for what can't be found. Yeah. I do not believe I've been out of any moment. <laughs> I just don't. I just can't see it. Yeah. So I'm not really working to get into the moment. Yeah. Therefore, there's an availability and a presence presence, not through acquiring or achieving, but recognizing what's not true to a point where the system collapsed sufficiently enough to at least get clear about that, that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, I really, the building blocks of everything are usually simple, and this is quite simple. Yeah. And how many people actually read the whole book through of how to get into the moment? Probably none of us. Yet you buy the second edition, how to really get into the moment. And then you'll go to a live seminar and try to watch and mimic how people get into the moment for a, a nice fee. Yeah. And maybe if you did it long enough, it would start working. So now you start going to retreats of how to be in the moment. All the while, without knowing it, the head is using all that activity to fucking validate the idea you're out of the moment. Yeah. Which comes first? The validation that you're out of the moment. That's why it doesn't work trying to get into the moment. Because it's already worked to verify the out of the moment. Adding more doesn't work. You have to see the fundamental move. If you don't, your auxiliary 
uh, correction moves are going to be used for the same thing. Yeah, you'll be you'll have that the statement that's going to override the whole two weeks of meditation retreat is you're the meditator is going to be started right before you even hit the cushion. Your head is going to say you're the meditator. Yeah. Does it mean it's going to work? I don't know. You'll have to see, but it's going to attempt to do that. That's what it does. It's mechanical. Yeah. It's not like looking out to get you. That's what it does. Whatever you do, what's ever going on, it comes up and claims it to support its narrative. Yeah. Yeah, and it's when the mistake is established, the, the next auxiliary corrective moves reinforce the mistake. They don't correct it without a clear understanding. They do not correct it. They will keep reinforcing. Don't believe me. Look in your own life. See it. Our corrective steps do not correct because we're thinking that we're still thinking we're the one who took the corrective steps. Yeah. This is what Ramana, in a way, very loosely paraphrasing, is called the problem. Yeah. This idea of a non-existent thing being that which is existence, wanting to get salvation for itself, the spiritual practices themselves, let's say that maybe they think they're using it to correct something, whatever, are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? More time, more effort, more thought? Is that how? No. That's been seen to be false, yeah? Then what are we gonna do? Less effort, less time? No, just see it, all see it. See the mechanical glory of it, yeah? And have absolutely nothing to do with you at all. Beautiful, yeah? Doesn't the head get you? You're a meditator, and then you stop meditating. Now there's guilt and shame for not meditating. So it double bangs you, yeah? It reinforces the idea of the meditator, and then it bangs you when you stop meditating. Because as a meditator, you should be meditating, and now you have guilt and shame. Ah, how, can you, how are you going to get out of that? How? Tell me. Yeah, there is a solution. I know, <laughs> the dog is here. <laughs> the dog is, uh, they can't see it anyway. It's, all you see is blinding light. The dog is waiting outside. <laughs> all right, anyone? Uh, yeah, else? yes, but I want to mention that David Bitterman in chat said that he and his wife are diagnosed with ADHD and he, he's an old timer, by the way, Beth, with us. 
and he'd be willing to uh, talk with you after, or you can email me to connect you to. And I'm sure there are other people that would join in like me in the conversation. But uh, yes, you have uh, Angie by chat and then Hari and then Gary Clark. So chat, uh, Angie is next. By chat. Uh, she couldn't raise her digital hands. <laughs> so Hari and Gary would not have known that she raised her hand. So I had to mention that. All right, all right. So that's me. Well, who wants to go first? <laughs> Angie. Come on, Angie. We're not going anywhere. We won't leave till after all the questions. I just had a short share about how uh, seeing uh, helps the dream character. And uh, uh, you you say always that uh, as we dream ourselves out of the dream, the dream becomes happier. So it it it's happening when. Uh, so for me, it's happened recently, even on the physical level, on the body level. Uh, when um, so first, just talking about the emotional level, when I became a bit anxious about being put in a certain situation in the future, the prospect of doing that. And then it didn't take me long to realize, hey, it's not happening now. <laughs> Why am I thinking about that? Why is that me? That's not me. You know, So I, I could just see through that. I mean, whatever was seeing whether that was the policeman or whatever, it still helped to have that understanding of that concept and just relax into it. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen at that time. And then whenever we get there, we'll see it, whatever. So, you know, it's just the whole anxiety and the whole thing about that particular stage in the future, it just dropped away. I didn't have to do anything. Just see that it's not me and it's not now. <laughs> So why why bother with it? And even on the physical layer, when uh, I didn't feel uh, well this morning, and I sort of uh, uh, realized I was holding on to that identity. Oh, I'm coming down with something. And then I said, you know, why why is that me? How is that me? That's not me. You know, just got up and did some things around the house, and all of a sudden, this body feels better. <laughs> Just for that, uh, not identifying with uh, with uh, the body uh, becoming weaker, so to speak. Yeah. So it's uh, interesting See, to so note. Now, so now there's other possibilities available that didn't seem to be available earlier. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Why is that they didn't seem to be available? Because self-centeredness is very myopic and very tunnel vision. Yes? Exactly. And it's, a, it's, it's assumptions and its conclusions are based in time where the solution is not of time. Yes? Yes. And as you said, when something is yours, already it has, uh, uh, gains a lot more importance. And you know what? what yes, exactly. This is the thing with the giving name and form and stuff like that. It's just, we bring things into, we're powerful. Yeah. And a lot of, we're hope, we're trying to be powerful, but we are powerful. And if you would get the diagram of actually what's happening, you'd see that power and how it's distributed and stuff. And uh, yeah, and just telling the truth about, wow. I feel as an action figure, 
that I've been moved most of my life. Yeah. Like I'm not really concerned about the sail, but the sail is what's capturing what's moving me. Yes. These winds. And I've had two, let's say basic winds. I've had this addictive wind and I've had this higher power wind on, on the action figure terrain. Yes. But both I was driven either way. Either I was driven by that wind or I was driven by the other wind, but there was going to be a driving. Something was going to drive this event or move it. Yes, that's true. Now, the flavors or the effects or the tendencies are different, but the moment the, the wind aspect is the same. Yeah, yeah. And so it's almost like we're a sentient flute or a sentient trumpet, we can tell, we don't see what's playing us, but we can tell what it is by it's playing us. Yeah. I can't turn around as a trumpet and see who's playing miles or whatever, but I can intimate it by the what's playing because it becomes familiar in a sense. I felt it, I felt it, I felt it. And there's a recognition and then there's a lot of reactions that arise like gratitude and honor and A-W-E or, or something like that, that is really a new way of seeing for the action figure. So it develops a new way of seeing based on the wind and the recognition of the winds blowing through. Yes. And, uh, so I remember I heard once that uh, Nisargadatta Maharaj said, if you only have one practice, just look at the end of the day, how much was it that uh, you have done during the day? <laughs> how much was done by you and how much it just was done through yeah. you? Yes, exactly. And so obviously the storyline tries not to budge. And I saw early on, it's pointless to try to convince the storyline to adapt a new story. It has to be fit around the new story. Yeah, it doesn't become the, the new story. Yeah, it's the old story gets fit around the new story and now the new story starts bleeding through the old story. Yeah, the old story doesn't get it. Mm. It's just mechanical, yeah. So this is the point of a lot of the, the shares here. We try not to waste time talking to that which can't be convinced, yes? Because it's already convinced in its own programming. So this is sort of what they would call spiritual bypassing, which I totally into, yeah? Totally into it, yes? So basically recognizing, because what causes us, not us, but there's a, there's still a hook because the underlying uh, conclusion that we're brought to by the head is that we had something to do with it. And it's such a relief when you realize you don't have anything fucking to do with it. That's right. The, thoughts, the, the thoughts still appear, as you said, in the old story, but uh, that story short-lived if you see that uh, those thoughts are just there, you know. They're not yours. They don't define you. That's uh, so the, yes. that, that old story is very short-lived. <laughs> you don't have to 
uh, try to repaint the old painting, the new one's going to bleed through. And it's going to use the other colors. But when you look at it, it's what the head would emphasize by that painting won't be emphasized now. Yes? Yeah. This isn't like a cover-up tattoo. It's more like taking that tattoo and then producing something out around it that takes the meaning out of the old tattoo. Yeah? The old tattoo is not going to give itself new meaning. That's going to be more of the old tattoo. That's the whole point. Recognize the... And the, the point is, a lot of people, uh, a lot of us, the amount of light that would be allowed in gets stopped by the sense of feeling like there's volition and I'm doing it. Yes, I'm doing this shit. I'm the one who's selfing. I'm, you're not. Yes, this is all manufactured. Yes, so thank you, Angie. Thank all you. right, Gary and then Hari, or Hari or Gary, whoever Hari, wants yep. to go first. Hari's next. He laughs. All right, Hari. All right. Um, quick movie check. Was that S-A-B-U-R-R-A? Sabura? S-U-B-U-R-R-A, Sabura. There's Question a TV one. show and there's a movie. There's some hot little activity in the beginning of the movie, so. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, I just, anything that puts you in that kind of a, I don't want to watch it. Uh, um, it's funny that- If you want a PV version, what? skip the first half hour. If you want a PG version, skip the first half hour. As long as it's not horribly violent, I'm okay with it. Oh, uh, there's some violence. It's, yeah. It has to do with mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what's really interesting, I was actually, I thought I was going to be taking the discussion somewhere else because I was going to ask about spiritual bypassing and there you went. Because uh, I, I wanted you to shoot holes in the part of my uh, narrative that tells me when I, uh, when I feel like I'm free, you know, when you said something like, you know, you're trying really hard to get out the door right in front of you and then you realize that the whole back wall doesn't exist and you can just, you can move out there and it's fine. I felt that in my bones and then right away the thought came in, oh yeah, the non-dual spiritual bypassing thing. It's like, it's like if I experience freedom, I have this, this artillery fire that comes from uh, the self that I'm not saying, yeah, yeah, you're just using that to bypass your problems. Even though I don't believe that that's true, it's kind of like I wanted you to shoot arguments in that ahead of time because it's something that bothers I'm gonna me. Hit, I'm going to shoot arguments in you, honey, not that. I'm going to shoot arguments in you. All right, great. <laughs> yeah. So you that was free is the reason why the artillery starts firing. Yep. Without the claiming that it's you that's free, the artillery wouldn't be triggered. All right. And now you want to stop the artillery, but as the one who was free. Yes? That's Look correct. at the one first. Yes. See, this is this little ploy. It's, it doesn't realize this establishes the artillery and its direction. If there's no you that's free, the artillery will be fucking paper. Yes, yes. It'll have nothing to hit. It will have nothing to land. It's like the statement in the course. You're invulnerable. Your, your, uh, 
Your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability, yes? What makes you vulnerable and open to attack is the claiming of it. The, pro the producing of the one who's free is what allows the, it's, it's the, it calls in the attack, so to speak, yes? It all happens so quickly. Of course, you can't yeah. stop it. See, it's not you. Yeah. This is not about stopping it. This is not about, I want the freedom, but I don't want the cannon ball. <laughs> there's, no, there's no wiggle way. You can't wiggle out of it. The only greatness of the message is you're not in it. Yes? Because this idea that you think you could be in it, that's why you don't get the true, true, true clarity of it. Because you think you're missing the you that thinks it's in it. Yeah? That's the point. We don't care about the surrounding. If you see the you that's in it is not you, there's a big out. <laughs> there's a big out from that fucking you, that in. There is a big out. The biggest out is not being in. That's the biggest out. All your effort in to try to get out, the biggest out is not to be in. Yes? So the not to be in started with the you are free, you feeling free, and then the cannonballs start firing. Right. Yeah? right. They didn't fire at freedom. They fired because you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so i'll punch a hole in that yes great forget the you. other shit you don't yeah. have to punch a hole in that just punch a hole in hurry <laughs> thank you very much yeah okay excellent yeah. yes oh i do people a should be, people should be down on their knees being grateful for spiritual bypass <laughs> that's the Why? best that's the biggest thing you need to bypass is spirit for sure the spirituality it's the <laughs> biggest problem <laughs> if i'm in the third lane everyone has to be in the third lane <laughs> there's no computer there's no commuter lane everyone's in the third lane and if I'm driving an old fucking Fiat with a two-cylinder, <laughs> everyone has to drive like that. Spiritual bypass. Hallelujah. Oh, you haven't done your enough work. I haven't done enough work, Paul. It's clear. <laughs> no, not you, that's, that's what your head says. Your head says that to you all day. You haven't done enough work. Taking dark retreats and dawn retreats and dusk retreats. And <laughs> I love it, man. I like people doing stuff. I can live vicariously through them. Mm. I do. I mean, I love it. <laughs> we have a beautiful example. Don O won't mind me where Dono didn't know about should he or shouldn't he take a, go on a Vipassana retreat. So he went on the Vipassana retreat and realized he didn't have to take a Vipassana retreat. That was a valuable Vipassana retreat. That's how it had to happen for him. It had to trigger that way. 
Some people can get it before they go to the Vipassana, but the point is getting it, yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe you'll go on a Vipassana treat and there won't be that fucking you looking to get everything. And you may get some incredible physical, emotional, nervous byproducts that you'll have a lot of gratitude for. Not a frustration that you missed the fucking celestial mark, but you'll just feel better as an action figure. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons I love listening to you is because you talk about the whole mindset around if I just did another this or that, if I had just done this, if I had gone to Tiruvannamalai two weeks earlier, all that. And there is a special problem that goes <laughs> to those of us that are on this path that have been engaged for decades, still think you start to enter this special club of like long-term seekers. Maybe I've got it like a genetic defect and I'll never actually really get lastingly free. I'll have glimpse after glimpse and it'll just never stay, right? It's this interesting category that I don't know if you, you I don't, you, you know, when you, if you're in your twenties and thirties, it's like, yeah, you know, you've got like, you still, still have time, but it's scary to be like approaching AARP age. And you're like been on the path for so long. It's a, it's own special neurosis. It's a really. Yeah, I know. I, yes. I know. Yeah. 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 That's why. You're incredibly valuable. Yeah. <laughs> really, because people can learn from you and maybe get off the bus at the, the next stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of having to take the whole circuit, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'm and yet you got tons of shit out of it all, but I've seen it because I don't. You have to see that second aspect of the selfing that thinks it's the observer and the witness. You have a very sublime observer and witness that's really borrowing a new, you know, able in you. Yes. It's been fed by all of this stuff. It's claimed all of those events you did and experiences, and it's mutated it for its own purpose. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We need the spiritual bypass that which thinks it's spiritual. Yeah. We're not talking about bypassing things that have to happen. We want to bypass the, the one who thinks it's spiritual. That's the one we need to bypass. Right. Yeah, because then they get sophisticated and sublime. And man, it's torture, right? Eh? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little creepy, you know, I mean, I, I think I'm going to be all right, but every once in a while I become aware of the fact that my mechanism is growing extra tentacles possibly, or just more. Because you are all right. You are all right without the necessary assistance from all these activities. You are, but again, uh, it's easier said than, than uh, sat in, so to speak. So, but keep coming back and we'll, uh, We'll make it, you'll have a different opinion of spiritual bypassing if you come here. We're all for it. Yeah. Could you imagine if I'd have to go through all the trauma that this body met in this life? This one? Forget about it. I'd be in fucking seminars and <laughs> fucking things for years and years and years. I mean, I've had tons of, I've been shot at, I've been fucking tons of shit happened. 
mean, my body, it took me years to get okay walking through a, a immigration, uh, you know, security in Australia flying in. My body would be fucking nervous wrecked because I thought I was still, uh, you know, a fugitive of Interpol. You know, <laughs> done shit for 15, 20 years. It still was vibrating with the feeling of I I deserve a whole lot of shit coming my way. Yeah, thank God I had heard this understanding that that wasn't me. Yeah, and sometimes you may not get the instant gratitude that you may be or gratification you may be looking for, but in the long run, dog shit awareness wins out. Yeah. Just a basic recognition, I'm not that. I can go through all the terrains, yes? It can withstand the weather and everything. It can. It's You're on solid ground in non-duality. You are. You are, really. Yeah. So it's so assured of itself, it doesn't promote itself. It's a negation of other shit. <laughs> It figures once you get clear about this shit, you'll when you hit this, it'll probably become the last answer for you, which it's been for me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. So I don't I feel completely I can be as much not me traumatized or not, really. Maybe that isn't the case for a lot of people, but my not being me isn't because there's less trauma or more trauma now. It's just a fact. Yeah, no matter how traumatized me is <laughs> or how less traumatized I'm not me. Yeah, it's, uh, in other words, the condition isn't waiting for the absence to be absence of shit. Yeah, it's seeing it's absent with shit or no. Yes, yeah. The, the patient's, uh, doesn't see through the doctor's eyes. The doctor's eyes see the patient, so to speak, yes? The patient doesn't have to be super well to be what it already is. It doesn't. It can be fucked up in a lot of levels. That's why people, you know, hey, I want to, can I ask you advice about relationship? I said, probably not. Probably not that wise. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> can you fix my car? No, I can't. I don't. <laughs> can you? How do we get on the email? I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> Man, before being lost was such a bummer. Now it's fucking funny. What the hell? What happened? Did the loss change? No. <laughs> the reaction to it, yes. Yeah, there you go. All right, Harry, I love you, honey. Take it easy with yourself. Thank you, Paul. Gary, bring Gary into the mix. Hey, Paul, thank you. Great stuff. Thank you. Good. Um, I'm just wanting to appreciate um, <clears throat> this strategy that you've spoken about that self uses to imply that it's already existed before there was yes. even a noticing. I thought, 
That is a brilliant strategy. There's no way around that. I, I can't turn around quick enough to see if, if something's already done. What a great trap if you were going to set one. There's, there'd be no way out of it in time. This, That's right. It's not bad. Uh, yes. This is the. Well, the thing is, the biggest, in this trap, the biggest in is trying to get out. That's the biggest in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's the biggest in of it. Yeah. It's like the Chinese handcuffs. It's like pulling totally. the. No way to out. Totally. It doesn't matter if you look away or you act as if. <laughs> <laughs> Any activities tightening it? <laughs> yes, it's a very yeah. tricky move. If, and look at it yourself. Does your head, uh, is it worried about becoming self? No, it already says you are one. <laughs> it starts from that premise. And oh. then what I will be in the future or what I, yes, but it's always, you don't even have a say if, if you if a self should be built or not, it's you, you're stuck with the whole fucking building already. <laughs> That's brilliant. If you were going to make it a trap, would that be in? Well, it needs time to do it. That's why we have the time. I think it needs time to make this shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. I don't know that I've heard that anywhere else. It's well, a, a great hearing. Fantastic. I'm happy that I, I'm, I'm striving to be unique amongst the, the plethora of non-duality teachers. <laughs> <laughs> they all say, they all sound the same. They all say the same thing. Hmm. All right. Anyone, Thanks. Mike? No other hands. We're going to end soon. Eh? No other hand showing. All right, let's say uh, goodbye. I think we got to have a coffee. You want a coffee, test? Sure. We'll make some coffees. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, you're going to get the best coffee we have, which we don't usually offer if there's more than three people. So you'll get the best we got. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's. Um, Chris, nice to see you, Chris. Yeah, all the time. Chris is my main man. Very nice. Yeah. Chris, when he got to Italy, he got lost at the at the airport. He had to pay one hundred and sixty five dollar euro uh, euros to get to the receipt retreat center. That's why we love Chris. He had a big smile. He he flew with people that he knew, and somehow everyone got lost. Yeah. Well, you're never gonna be lost in Zen bitch slap, Chris. Never. You're a lifetime member of Zen bitch slap. Yes. With great love and gratitude and and respect, I bow to you, Chris. Seriously, no joking. Yes. And then there's Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you? <laughs> no, no. Mike is fantastic. We miss him. I wish he was out here in uh, the best coast, the left coast. Mm -hmm. All right.
We got John C. Nice to see you there, John. Sort of in the dark. You look like a depraved monk or something. Friar Tuck in there. All right, we've got uh, Gary. Gary, thank you for, uh, yeah. Mm. Don't do anything with what you share. Just let it do its thing, yeah? Yeah. There's okay. nothing to do. The, uh, the knowledge of awareness that's brought about through awareness is disarming. It's not a call to arms to know more. Yeah? I don't feel mm. So, all right, Angie, as always, it's very happy to see you, Angie, and uh, your condition of smiling, getting very dominant, it's nice. Yeah, there she goes. Uh, Robert, French, my main man in New Zealand. Say surrender again, Robert, please. Surrender. Yeah, surrender. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Uh, Brian, nice to meet you, Brian. Brian T. Thank you so Pleasure. much for having me. This was very lovely. I'm very grateful. Oh, great. Well, we're grateful you're here, too. There's Vlad. Vlad, Portugal looks cold. Are you in Russia, Vlad? Oh, in Portugal. Yeah. Okay. Nice to see you, my, my friend. Thank you so much, Paul. It's quite cold in Portugal. Wow, yeah, I can see that. All right, well, that's one less place I could uh, compare to where we are right now. Doesn't look any different. All right, we got Michael Sherman. There he is. He still will not cough up that canary he swallowed a while ago. It's okay. Found a new life in there, yeah. We got Jack. Nice to see Jack. Deborah. Hey, Jack, did you, you lost some weight, Jack, eh? Yeah, good. Good. Deborah. Yeah. Oh, Edda, Jesus. Richard, someone just resurrected behind you. I thought she had passed away. It's, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you, Edda. Nice to see you, Rich. <laughs> that would have scared me if I didn't know Edda. I was like, wait a minute. All right, we've got it, Michael. We got them. John S. in Florida. Nice to see you, John. Brandon, as always. Gene uh, T. Yep, Gene T from South Africa. Yeah, no, Cape Town, not Cape Cod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got Alan M. Nice to see Alan. He's uh he's in a blackout there. Kim, Kim W. Nice to see you, Kim. Mia, I don't know where Mia is. I don't know. She's got a somewhere. Kerry woke up from his nap. A brand new day. Tariq from Dover, New Jersey. Always a pleasure. Johans, nice to see you, my friend. Sherry, we're going to 
get some of us are going to get together January 21st. We're going to be in Palm Springs. We're going to do the Zoom, but we'll have some we'll have a live uh meeting there. So if anyone's interested uh who to get in touch with, I don't know. Michael. Uh <laughs> Anu. Nice to see you, Anu. Yeah. Esteban. Nice to see you. Beth. Thanks for hanging in with us today, Beth. Appreciate it. And you know, some people will want to talk with you if you're interested. Yep. Uh, we got, uh, let's see, we've got them. Let's see. Oh, we have Bruce and Norman, a friend. Oh, good. Nice to see you, Norman. I'm very happy you dropped in. Yep. Tommy in Ireland. Hari in Portland. Nice to see you, Hari. Greg, thank you for the share. Della, thanks. Nice to meet you, hon. And, uh, if you didn't like the meeting, just whoever who brought you here, get mad at them, all right? David B., nice to see you, Dave. Mike, this is the position I usually recognize Mike sees, taking a nap now. Don't disturb him. Roman, as always, yes. Saddled up to the radiator. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. I can, our Zoom is seasonal. I can see where Roman is. And then he's, yeah, as the winter goes on, he's closer to the radiator. Uh, here's Amelia. She's not that far. Nice to see you. John, previously known as Jed. Yeah. Zoe, as always, nice to see you i think you know jed next time i'm gonna do i'm gonna look at the uh thing you sent me and we can do a riff on it that meister eckhart that little piece yeah we'll do it on uh wednesday wednesday night not the recovery meeting wednesday night zoe nice to see you yep there she is uh bruce did i get bruce yes. yep nice to see you bruce uh, David B. Uh, I think that's it. Yes. Oh, Susan K. And uh, Latte Lady. We got Miranda. Nice to see you. We got Matthew. Thank you so much, Matthew, for all the support. You're doing all right? Doing great, Paul. And here's my wife, Paul. She wants to say hello. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, we're doing great. What's your Paul. name? This is Ashley. Hi guys. Oh, Ashley. Nice to meet you, Ashley. Nice to meet yes. Yeah. Yep. So I'm doing great, Fantastic. Paul. Hope to see you one day at the church soon. Yes, good. Make sure you look at the website to see if we're at the church. Yeah, I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I Take mean, care, everyone. We got Miranda. Uh, uh, nice to see you, Miranda, as well today. Yes. Yes, good. All right. Okay, everyone, thank you. Susan K, thank you. Zoe, everybody, see you later. Thank Bye -bye. you. Good night.